This spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mornette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofit organizations, the Naperville Men's Glee Club, the Alliance of Latinos Motivating Action in the Suburbs, and Arts DePage of DePage Foundation. Welcome to Spotlight, and joining me now are Steve and John from... Oh, we're the men of Naperville's Glee Club. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yes. John, it's so nice to see you in person. It's been a while. It has been. <laughs> yeah. So let's start off with what is the Naperville Men's Glee Club? Give me a little bit of the background and the mission. Yeah, sure. Um, the Naperville Men's Glee Club is an all-male uh, community choir. We've been around since 1988, so this is our 35th anniversary year. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been the artistic director for five years. And what makes this group uh, unique is that in the suburbs, there aren't a whole lot of all-male um, choral groups in, okay. in our area. Um, a lot uh, focus in on barbershop or certain styles, but we're um, geared towards being a collegiate glee club in the style of great collegiate glee clubs like the Harvard Glee Club or the uh, uh, University of Illinois Glee Club. And so a lot of our singers have sung in those groups uh, in their college days and come and seek us out because that's what this group was founded on, continuing the collegiate glee club experience for non-collegiate singers. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, there is life after college. There is, yeah. Yes, yes. We really promote <laughs> lifelong singing and um, the, the singers that we have are really enjoy the high level of work that we do, uh, the diversity of repertoire that we present in our concerts. And of course, there's nothing like the camaraderie of a bunch of guys singing together. It is just like being back in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Steve, now how would an interesting singer, whether they literally just got out of college or they're more advanced years, how would they get involved with you? Well, the easy answer is they would go to our website and on the website, there is a little button to click that says join us. And it gives you information about the process with which uh, you would uh, come to one of our scheduled um, uh, sessions where newcomers that are interested in finding out about the Glee Club can come participate in a rehearsal. Uh, and then there's a rather simple audition process that's described well on the uh, on the website in terms of what it is that you need to go do. And nobody should be terribly stressed about this. If you've had an opportunity to sing before, uh, whether it be in college or just uh, with your friends or something, we take all types of voices and give folks a chance to come participate with us and join in the camaraderie. It's Neat that our organization actually has three different seasons. So if you want to come find out about us and you're like, I'm not really sure if I can give a full commitment, uh, we have concerts in uh, the spring and we have a concert in the summer and then we have a concert at the holiday time. Uh, so start of the, the fall season. And each one of those presents an opportunity where you could come visit with us, arrange for a voice hearing, 
get a chance to find out what the Glee Club is all about. Okay, so, you know, just if uh, a question on that. Mm -hmm. So if I was a snowbird, let's say, which I wouldn't mind being, um, <laughs> if I were a snowbird, I could maybe be, participate during part of the year, but then when I'm away, I, I, it's not like I'm getting tossed out of the club. That's absolutely the case. We, okay. have, uh, we have several folks in our group that are exactly in that same condition. They'll come in and they'll, they'll do the spring concert and then they'll do the summer concert with us, but come fall, they know they're not gonna be around at the holidays and so they bow out, but then they come back the next year. Okay, and kind of what's the age range? Oh my gosh, um, we have a few folks in their upper 20s, uh, and then the entire range of the 30s, 40s, 50s. We probably have a few more folks in the retirement age as we get into the 60s and 70s. Uh, we even have a few people just breaking into the 80s. So okay. it's a huge range of voices. Okay, well that's nice. And that also, I would imagine, adds to a lot of that social interaction and kind of Absolutely. intergenerational yeah. learning. and Absolutely, yeah. and it adds a rich, dynamic of voices. You have mm. younger voices, you have these deep, rich voices as uh, people like us get into our older <laughs> years, and it really makes for a wonderful sound. Okay, wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, talking about that, and you mm -hmm. kind of talked about your, your plans, you've got those three concerts. What are your plans right now for the upcoming concerts? Yeah, so currently we're gearing up for our holiday concert in December, and then um, for the spring we have actually two uh, really unique singing opportunities for concerts. Our April of spring concert, uh, which is the traditional time we have our spring concert, will be a concert entitled United to Share. Mm. This is an outreach concert that we're partnering with a non-for-profit in Naperville called Share. This is an organization that meets at the um, Edward Hospital. Okay. And this organization is to support parents who ha are dealing with loss, mm. whether it be their miscarriage, stillbirth, or early infant. Um, age loss. Okay. And so we're, uh, this is a very large organization that my wife and I are personally involved in. Okay. And it's a chance for us to support that organization. And what's going to be unique about that concert is that people involved with SHARE, either who have um, been supported by the SHARE group or who are family members helping support those mm -hmm. in SHARE, are going to get the opportunity to come together and sing with the Naperville Men's Glee Club. And we'll have a big mass choir. Uh, literally united to share. I love that. Yeah. That's wonderful because singing is such a it's such a healing process. Right? It is. Yeah, oh, it to is. Do it. Therapeutic. And to hear it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so that's wonderful. an exciting opportunity. And then about a month later, we're hosting our first Men Sing Choir Festival. Uh oh, we're going to be in, say more. Yeah, we're going to be inviting um, one of my colleagues at Wheaton College, uh, Dr. Jerry Blackstone, who's a leading uh, expert in male voice. And he's going to lead a Saturday workshop for male singers from out throughout the community to come and do a one-day choir event, as well as have other male choirs perform along with the Glee Club, and then we'll end with a big festival choir presentation. Okay, that kind of sounds exciting. like a vocal jam session. It yeah, sounds good. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, um, where is that taking place? That is hopefully taking place at uh, a local church in Naperville, but that has yet to T be determined, TBD. unfortunately. Yes. Get, get but it will be May 18th. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, the date we know for sure. Yeah. And where is your holiday concert, John? It's going to be at Good Shepherd Lutheran. Okay, wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful. May, and uh, December 3rd. December 3rd, okay, yeah. fantastic. Steve, mm -hmm. um, so like, let's talk, what, you're a singer, I know that. I am. I know, last time we checked. <laughs> what excites you about the Naperville Men's Glee Club? Because my guess is you've sung for other groups. 
I have sung for other groups. <laughs> you know, the Naperville Men's Glee Club is really unique in that you have a blend of uh, uh, music that's pretty straightforward to sing, things that you might have remembered from college if you did it before, or things that you've heard before um, uh, in uh, either old standards or uh, uh, you know popular renditions of songs. And then sometimes we bring in far more complicated pieces that really stretch us, whether it be uh, singing in German, one of uh, uh, Schubert's more famous pieces, um, or some complicated rhythms that uh, can really excite. And so it really stretches you as a singer, but not to the point where it becomes a chore. You can always fall back to, this is just entertaining to do. And then on top of that, you get a chance to sing with a bunch of guys of a wide range of ages. Nobody takes this stuff so seriously that they're not having fun at every one of our rehearsals. And candidly, our performances are really a joy. We don't just get up and sing the pieces and get the applause and get up, but rather we work in a theme. We have uh, opportunities to engage the audience. Our holiday concerts always have a few surprises uh, that we can tap into, and when it's when it's all said and done, you just really enjoy the opportunity to connect with the audience and the rest of the guys and feel like that was really worth my time. I thoroughly enjoy it. Well, I think you're a very good soundbite for it, I would <laughs> yeah. say, yes. And no spoiler alerts. <laughs> no spoilers. Between the holidays, right here. Right no here. spoilers, but it's going to be exciting. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. And we know we go to your website if we have any questions and uh, or we're thinking, hey, we'd like to come join these guys. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us. This has been a joy. Absolutely. And if you would like to learn more about the Naperville Men's Glee Club, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. What's the matter, boy? What are you trying to tell me? Is something wrong? We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Naperville Animal Crime Stoppers. Yes, I'd like to report a case of animal cruelty and neglect. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Alliance of Latinos Motivating Action in the Suburbs, or ALMAS for short, Dr. Lily Borciaga and Laura Navarro. So nice to have you both on the show. Thank you for having us today. So Laura, let's talk about the founding of Almas. What inspired the founding of Almas? Absolutely, it's been quite a ride. Um, several years ago, I actually created a Facebook page called uh, Bilingual Families of Naperville, Spanish and English, uh, with the intention of finding community. I felt um, quite isolated 
and I was looking for not just a community that encouraged uh, speaking the Spanish language, but also helped me in celebrating my children's heritage. And so it was there that Lily and I sparked our friendship. And um, we, over the course of the years, we actually had a lot of conversations about the lack of Latino representation and opportunities to, to get together and, um, and get to know each other. Last fall, we, um, the four founders who are Lily and I, Diana Torres Hawkins and Elida Suje Estrada, we came together for a project and we very quickly realized just how significant of a gap there was in terms of the Latino representation. And we had this, this really dreams of seeing Latino-led celebrations as well as a more uh, prominent Latino leadership role within our community. So it really was this um, realization that we had shared values and a shared vision on how to bridge those gaps that uh, really just inspired creating Almas. I love that, that's a great story. And I think that whole seeking community uh, plays out on so many levels for so many different people, right? Yeah. Um, that's important. Lily, uh, talk a little bit more about the core, the core values, uh, the mission, and the impact you're having in the community. Yeah, well, um, Almas exists um, to elevate the Latino voice. Like Laura mentioned, you know, we, we saw a gap, right? And um, we wanted to be able to, to celebrate our culture, our Latino cultures, our heritages, and to be able to preserve them. And do that through um, not only building a community, an authentic community, by connecting, um, build, establishing friendships, um, also networks, uh, whether that's you know professional networks, business networks, um, but also doing that through different types of events and events that were, that essentially would empower people um, and empower them to get engaged. Uh, a lot of times we see in our community that that even though we know that Naperville has a 6.7 percent of Latinos, we don't see us all engaging civically uh, or engaging in various different um, social aspects. And so we wanted to essentially have events where we could um, educate people about our cultures, uh, bring forth social opportunities uh, to build friendships, um, and then also be able to um, encourage people to engage civically. Um, and essentially we see ourselves as the bridge between the Latino community and then the larger community. Because while we want to elevate the Latino voice, that's not all that we want to do, right? We want to bring people together. We want people to learn about our cultures, to celebrate with us. And so anybody that, that is wanting to be a Latino ally and be part of our community is welcome. Okay, okay. So now talk a little bit about how people can get engaged with you with your mission and your events. Well, we are a membership-based organization. Uh, we have three types of memberships currently, and membership is free. And so currently, um, people can just apply online. We have a membership application, um, and we have individual memberships uh, for anyone that just wants to get involved, uh, whether they're Latino or non-Latino. Uh, student memberships, uh, we also are interested in working with, with youth. And then we have affiliate memberships uh, for anyone who has a professional or business vested interest in Almas. Um, we, as a, as a membership organization, uh, we have different types of committees. So we have different ways for people to engage and get involved. And members essentially can get as, as involved as they want. So um, time commitment really varies depending on, on how much people want to commit. Uh, we have a membership committee 
Uh, we also have a communications and marketing committee, uh, an events and programming committee. And then uh, we are working on the Youth Advisory Council. Um, and so this, this council specifically is, is for youth um, that are in high school, college age. We offer various ways for members to get to know each other, build friendships. Uh, we have membership specific events. Um, and so those, uh, sometimes we, we have meet and greets where people can get to know us before deciding to join. But we also have membership meetings. Uh, so those are membership specific. Um, we have outings, uh, whether they're social outings, and then also, you know, events with, with children, you know, for families. Okay, okay. And Laura, how do, how do people connect? Because I know you said off, off camera, very important for people to stay engaged. So how would they learn some of this information? Absolutely. So you should definitely join our member um, email list. We do send out a lot of communication through there, whether that's about events, about um, city information, surrounding suburbs, Chicagoland information but it's just so important to stay engaged. I also want to add that so many people believe that they don't have any skills to add, but that is not the case whatsoever. Um, just a few years ago, I was actually a stay-at-home mother, and so I was led to this moment at this time, and I'm so excited to see other people have that opportunity as well. We are welcoming of anyone regardless of what they bring. If you have a heart, we have a place for you. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So Lily, I mean, you're a young organization, only really seven months into your nonprofitness, as I like to call it. Um, what do you think has been the most, the biggest impact that you've had so far, or the thing you're most proud of so far? You know, we, we have really just picked up and hit the ground running. We've had many events. So when you ask me that question, so many different events come to mind. Uh, but I think some of the ones that stick the most, uh, that, that stick the most with me um, has been um, three specifically. Uh, and I would say the first being uh, when we walked the JCs uh, last fleeing parade. And that event specifically really stood out because we saw our community smile and get excited to see, them, to see us, to hear their music, um, to, to see themselves being represented in that parade. And, and I think that was just essentially um, a confirmation for us, like, yes, we're needed. And we saw the same thing a few months back at our lunch party, you know, when we had a really big turnout and we knew that we were doing something that's needed in our community. Um, just last month for Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, we held our Somos Naperville Growing Diverse Leadership Panel uh, in celebration of, of Hispanic Heritage Month and also as a way to um, kind of inspire or spark dialogue around the need for Latino leadership, for more diversity in our leadership. We were able to partner with both of us, the, the local school districts for District um, Naperville 203 and then Indian Prairie 204, as well as the, the DuPage Children's Museum. And then in November, uh, we celebrated the inaugural uh, Dia de Muertos celebration in Naperville, uh, so celebrating Day of the Dead. And this was an event that we had a short time to plan for, as so we weren't sure if to expect a big turnout, but we, we had an amazing turnout. We had uh, approximately 600 attendees, uh, people of multiple backgrounds, and it was just so beautiful to see um, just multicultural uh, individuals wanting to celebrate and being excited to be there. Oh, that's great. Congratulations Thank to you. you. That's three wonderful things that you've already accomplished in a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, Laura, as we wrap up, what are some of the events, you know, we just heard from Lily on some things that you've already done, what's coming up? Oh, I'm so excited about that. Well, 
We have our second Somos um, event, and so that's um, a little bit like a panelist discussion. As she mentioned, that's coming up in the winter of 2024. Okay. We are also working with the library to celebrate Dia de los Niños, and that translates into Day of the Children, so it's almost like a children's day. Um, it's a holiday that um, is believed to have originated in Mexico, but it, is, it has been adopted by many other Latin American countries. It is a holiday in which there may be festivals, parades, but the children definitely are spoiled with treats, money, um, gifts, and they're just made to feel so special throughout the day. And we want to have that type of event here in Naperville, which we're very excited about. Dia de los Niños is set to take place on May 18th at the 95th Library. Okay, that sounds fun. Yes. One other way that we connect is with our member meetings. And also we have meetings where we invite the public to come meet us physically, get to know us. We're always looking for businesses to partner with as well as companies. And if you would like to partner with us, I absolutely invite everyone to join us in our Almas community. And we'd love to see you there. Lovely. Well, listen, I congratulate you on launching. It's never easy to launch a new initiative. So I congratulate you and your other two founders on doing it for clearly something that is just going to bring a lot more uh, vibrancy and a lot more heritage and a lot more celebration to our community. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. And to find out more about Almas, please go and visit their social media. We're taking a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from Arts DuPage of the DuPage Foundation is Debbie Venezia. So good to see you back here, Debbie. Oh, it's good to see you too, Jane. I love coming here, you know that. I know, well, we love having you. So I, I always, I think it's important that the viewers understand how Arts DuPage fits within the DuPage Foundation. So let's start off with the DuPage Foundation. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, sure. DuPage Foundation is DuPage County's philanthropic leader and the leading source of charitable giving in the area. Since we were founded in 1986, we've given out more than $80 million in grants to nonprofit organizations in the areas of um, health and human services, arts and culture, education, animal welfare, and environment. <laughs> ah, there you go. It's a lot. I it's a lot to remember yeah. all of that, right? It's and, a and broad spectrum of support. And we do such good work in all those areas. It's, you know, areas where this impact is um, felt and, and they need the, the support. Yeah, well, doing good so, in your own community, right? In your own backyard. Right, and last year we partnered with um, DuPage County on the DuPage Community Transformational Program. 
or partnership, I guess it is. Um, and we've given $5 million to service organizations to help uh, individuals that have been impacted by COVID and we'll be giving another $5 million in the next couple of years. That's so we're exciting. helping in all those areas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Arts DuPage, uh, which you sit at the helm of, talk a little bit about how that's connected with the DuPage Foundation and then tell us a little bit about what it does. Oh, sure. So Arts DuPage is a countywide arts council and it came about through the suggestion of an anonymous donor uh, who recognized the value of the arts in the community. And, you know, it's kind of difficult sometimes when you're talking to people. I think there's a perception that the arts are just fluff and they're just kind of fun. And, you know, they, they don't realize that the arts have such power. Um, they're economic drivers. For example, in the state of Illinois last year, the arts generated 31 billion dollars in economic activity and wow. employed 200,000 people. Wow. And so that's nothing to sneeze at. You that's know? not and, fluff. Right, <laughs> I know. And so you have to look at it. Now I would say the arts are businesses, you know, so they pay rent and they hire, you know, um, people, electricians or, you know, whatever they need plumbing and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, they use goods and services. And the arts also play kind of a unique role in the um, overall ecosystem, because what happens is when an arts organization has an event, they kind of benefit all those businesses around them. And when you look at uh, some of the events that we've had here in DuPage County, like the Andy Warhol exhibit that just closed uh, in September, people from 50 states and 28 countries came to Glen Allen to, to see this. So people are devoted and I think we're reaching a time now where people really want to get back into um, the arts and they want to start being a part of that shared experience. So Debbie, I mean, obviously, uh, Naperville as a community celebrates the arts. How does it impact an individual? So I know that um, I've spoken with arts organizations, for example, Young Naperville Singers, and they were talking about um, the power of music and how it brought um, their young singers together during the pandemic when people couldn't go out and, and be with anybody else, yet through their Zoom uh, programs, they could, they could share, they could sing together, they could make one voice out of the many that were participating. And so in terms of mental health and, and um, arts therapy, it's, it's very soothing. It brings people together that way. And also, you know, I was just thinking, there's so many of those meetup groups and meetup groups a lot of times will go to theaters or they'll go to different events. They're bringing people together and friendships are forming. So you're kind of doing this, you know, cross uh, promotion. You're not only enjoying the arts itself, but you're enjoying the social aspects of, of the arts experience. Sure, which where yeah. you go by yourself, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sort of wake up and go, I think I'll go to the ballet today. You know, it's usually, I'm going to go with my family or my friends or, you know, a coworker or somebody else I know who loves that. Yeah. And it's kind of like afterwards when you're talking to somebody and you say, oh, did you see? Right. Did you go to yes. you know, and see this play or do whatever? And again, you have you have this like story. It's like, oh, I feel closer to you because we've shared this. Yeah. Arts bring people together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they promote understanding between cultures. 
Um, you know, when you're dealing with, uh, you know, DEI is such a big focus now. I can look at something else and I can see, you know, another person's point of view as it's, it's translated through an art form. Okay. Yeah, I think that's an important point, right? Yeah. Um, arts to Page, you're promoting the arts, so how are you doing it? Okay, so our vo most visible uh, thing that we do is our arts2page.org website. So it's a online calendar. Uh, it's free for everybody to use. If you're an arts organization or um, individual artist, you can post your events, you can post your profile, put it on the site, and then we work to roll that site out to the public. So we have over 80,000 people that go to artsdopage.org to find things to do. And so it could be a small, it could be a free event, it could be a large festival, it could be anything. Uh, as long as it's in the realm of arts and, and culture, uh, we will promote it for you. Um, and that's just one way to get the word out in an, you know, an area where normally you can't find what's going on. Yeah, it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, I, everything I from have... ballet to comedy to theater to a festival yeah, and everything. And it could be for for kids or adults or anything in between. It's it's all on there and it's all in one place. So it's it's a unique resource. Yeah, yeah. Debbie, we always appreciate seeing you and we appreciate what you do for the arts. Thank you for helping oh, thank us you. come together yeah. through the arts. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And if you would like more information about Arts DuPage, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on social media. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernett. Thank you for watching. This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. <music>